listeners hey there bud welcome to another episode of bearded and bored i'm joined this week by samaya hello and attic so i guess what we were going to come to the table and talk about this week was kind of celebrities the being attacked the stalker stories all the craziness you know now that we're on the verge of stardom and you know you guys have successful uh instagram pages i have like 10 to 20 listeners like it, it's we're, we're on the doorstep of it our instagram has 233 followers oh shit i gotta yeah, check I the like... uh podbean account and see how that's translated so far but i think we are actually up already oh really that's awesome are, so are you, you're releasing the podbean too every week uh, yeah, Podbean is the podcasting host, so that's where we upload to, and then we get uh, all of our statistics from there because it distributes to all the different podcatchers like iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, I didn't know Stitcher. that. Okay, cool. Well, so how do we get into the stalker stories? Uh, like, I've got some of the classifications for the stalkers, like, and I, I, th- I think we all have heard about it. We all know that it happens, but... The sheer amount that this seems to happen to every celebrity, just like the obsessive compulsive thing in people to be drawn towards celebrity. Why why do you guys think that celebrities get stalked? Like what's what what's the fascination with it? I know they're famous and but like what what you know, what what is a driving factor of it? What would make you want to stalk somebody, I guess? I feel like I feel like a lot of them just like at least a lot of the articles I read, a lot of them just, like, wanted to be the other person's friend. You know what I mean? Like, they just wanted to get to know them. They wanted to be their friend. They wanted to be invited to parties. But what I don't understand, if you want to be someone's friend, why are you scaring them? Seriously. <laughs> like, love me. Love me. Yeah, love me. Like, with a knife showing up and, like your security gate like no it's fine i'm not dangerous this knife is just for protection it's fine (laughs) well it's something that i've seen um is that there seems to be an entitlement because i support you and i see you on tv and the character that you play even if it's a reality show like that's that's always just a character you know it's Mm -hmm. it's an overinflated maybe honest character but there there is this connection or like i deserve your time and attention because i'm the person supporting you and i'm the one that really gets you people feel that connection yeah. people feel like they, they they know them personally because they've seen them play an you know a, a specific role on tv yeah like uh impractical jokers uh i listen to a lot of uh q's uh podcasting on tell him steve dave and uh he talks about like just the weird fucking connection people have. Like they build shrines and then like send the photos to them. And like the, and it's like four middle-aged guys from New York. It's not like they're hunks or anything. They just, whatever sparks joy in these people, they become obsessive. I just want to know like what goes through their head. That's like, yes, they're going to love this picture of their shrine with all of these candles around. They're going to love the picture of their head. They're going to see this and contact me immediately. <laughs> oh, good. They have a hair doll. How did they get my hair? Dude, the Justin Bieber one's crazy. It is crazy. Like, okay, so the Justin Bieber one, the guy, uh, he's in prison and on consecutive life sentences. He has a Justin Bieber tattoo on the back of his leg, which I'm trying to picture the inmate that's tough enough to carry that off. and then he hires uh uncle and nephew promising them fifty thousand dollars uh to kidnap him and kill him uh he also promised them a ferrari a farm owned by michael j fox 
and a bonus of $2,500 per testicle they removed. Now, that seems like a pretty low price after you're throwing around farms and $50,000. That's just me, though. I, I also just want to know, like, did no one fact check him? It was like, okay, do you actually own a farm? Or do you actually have this? Like, you're in prison. Where's your assets? Okay, that was my question as well. Like, <laughs> like he's got the deed. He's going to hand it over, but he has to smuggle it out in someone's butt. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, actually, though. Well, and it was 2012. Like, how old have Bieber have been at the time? He would have been, like, still when he was just, like, a little child, right? He must have been, like, 16, 17. Oh, my God. But was this, like, I, I don't remember hearing. I mean, I, I, I don't, I never really followed Justin Bieber's career, but, like, did this make national news? Not really. I think there's been a big push uh, to not really uh, promote these to encourage others to do the same uh, kind of sense, thing. Yeah. That makes sense. But, yeah, you would think that that would get some news, especially in the clickbait culture that we're in as well. Like, the, you, as soon as you hear the story, you're like, what the fuck is happening? And and, and I just, I, I feel like back then, too, was, was social media as strong as it is now in 2012? I don't think so, eh? I think it was just still kind of on the rise, right? I think there was more, like, I don't think Instagram was that big. Like, I think it was more like Snapchat, Facebook, like Tumblr. yeah. yeah. Oh my god, Snapchat's that old. I knew Facebook was old because we've had it since high school. But like, yeah, Snapchat is over ten years old at this point. Jesus. Okay, but like, I, I'm not victim blaming. Justin Bieber did nothing to encourage this. But my question would become: with social media and social media being such a big part of this celebrity status. Are you inviting this fucking insanity, like, to people to develop some kind of relationship with whoever's running your account? Like, oh, hey, thanks again for, like, the crayon pictures and macrame you sent. We really appreciate that. Like, is that is that feeding into it? Is it is is this world, like, really creating, like, normalizing it, I guess is the word. I feel like. As a celebrity, you want to you go into it knowing that this could be the possibility, but you have like high hopes that you're not going to be that celebrity that gets yeah. a star knife in a shrine. Um, and like, I don't know what the percentages are, but like, like I don't know if it's like a big population. Like, I know some people who are diehard. I'm just gonna use One Direction as a as an example because I love oh, One Direction. Great. One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue enthusiasm. Uh, Didn't they break up? <laughs> Yes, it's a touchy subject too. Please. I'm going to say all went in different direction. It wasn't just one. Like, Bravo. Jeez. Bravo. That needs, to be uh, the that needs to be the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, we were just gently teasing. Go on. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, we'll come back together. Anyway, it's fine. So. Uh, <laughs> the Jonas Brothers did it. They can too. <laughs> I got nothing on the Jonas Brothers. Um, what was I saying? Uh, oh, One yeah. Direction okay. broke up. You were stalking them lightly. I, okay, I was <laughs> All right, so we were stalking. So here's the deal. Let me tell you my stalking celebrity story. So One Direction came to Ottawa, okay? Mm -hmm. now, me and my friend were like, you know what? I know where they're most likely going to stay at the hotel. Oh I didn't God. look up. I just <laughs> happened to know what nice hotel. Mm -hmm. Near where they play, I was like, "Let's just book a let's just book a hotel room there." You were living in Ottawa year. at the time. Living in Ottawa at the time, <laughs> so we good, booked the good. hotel and we're just chilling in the lobby, hanging out. And what do you know, One Direction did go to that hotel because we see a swarm of paparazzi. There's a bunch of people, like a bunch of fans, running in and like screaming. We saw their drummer, their bassist, like whatever. We didn't see them. Because I think they went through the underground and like through the parking garage. Okay. Um, before we just quickly gloss over the fact that you were just at a hotel room. Yeah, that makes sense. You're you're there. Like maybe you'll see them. You know, maybe you'll meet them, make eye contact, fall in love, get married, whatever. But you never know. How long were you just like? Because you said like, oh yeah, we were just chilling in the lobby. I've never chilled in a lobby for more than fifteen seconds if there wasn't a bar there. <laughs> Like, did you guys post up, like, wearing diapers so you didn't have to leave? It was a nice hotel. They had stuff there. We checked in at, like, 5-ish, 
And then it just happened around seven. We just hung out downstairs for a while for two hours sitting on their couches. It's fine. <laughs> two hours but anyway, so long. <laughs> I need to tell you the difference between light stalking like we did and severe stalking. Oh, I didn't so, know there was a difference. <laughs> <laughs> they never so saw we were... our knives. We were normal, okay? I was the, We were in the elevator with, like, their drummers and stuff. Yes, we ended up going up to their floor because we didn't click our floor just to see what floor they were staying on. It's not like we did anything about it. You we scared the going- shit out of them when they liked it. <laughs> oh, we'll pick our floor in a minute. I know you're busy. <laughs> they seemed fine about it. But let me... Okay, so at one point... During the night, we were in the parking garage. Because my car is in the parking garage, it's fine. We were allowed. (laughs) Obviously. Were you on the same floor as your car, or were you just going from floor to floor in the garage? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we saw their black escalades. Man, this store is not looking good for me. So we saw their black escalades. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, it's in the same floor as where my car was parked. So we just hung out by my car. And then security tried to tell us to leave. And I was like, I'm a paying customer. My car is here. I'm going to hang out wherever the hell I want to hang out. Okay, I just need to talk one direction. <laughs> Did you have a One Direction shirt on at the time? No, God, I was trying to be normal. <laughs> How many directions? Crazy. Who are they? So, and then, okay, so then we were sitting and then we saw Harry Styles walk out. And we were super calm about it, and we just smiled, and we, like, waved at him, and we are like, oh, could we get a picture? And he's like, yeah, so he was, like, waving us over. But then all these girls from, like, a little bit further away from us started screaming their heads off and running, and then his security guard grabbed him and threw him in the car and closed the door, so we didn't even get a photo because we, the calm stalkers, got chased away by the fanatics. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have this... <laughs> And then I'm just standing there. I got this rag soaked in chloroform, and I'm like, what do I do with this now? <laughs> Who am I going to give this doll to? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty... That, that's super innocent, though. That, that's a cute story about, like, you went to the same hotel. Uh, the elevator is questionable, and, like, roaming floor to floor inside the parking garage is odd. <laughs> you start letting out the air and all the tires and you're like oh my god i guess we've got to drive you to the concert now oh, no. <laughs> no but that's that's pretty normal and that kind of sucks for that guy that like they're getting screamed at like the i i've seen that and i've seen like what the paparazzi do to people like uh well i guess the best example is uh princess diana which is terrible mm. but like the idea that people would think that they deserve or should have access to a celebrity is so weird. I've been listening to uh, Doug Stanhope a lot and like they make fun of the fans that come up and they're like, oh yeah, big fan, big fan. Can I get a picture with you or can I get your autograph? And that's always what they say is big fan. They don't mention any specific work that they do. They just know that he's famous. And like he started hanging around with Johnny Depp and he's like, that's a complete other universe. He'll buy a block of houses so no one knows which house he lives in. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's actually smart, though. It's fucking sad that he would have to do that. Like what? Yeah. Like I I have thought about it before. Like if I meet some of the celebrities that I, I like or whatever, but like even if there was somebody famous that I saw, would I walk up to ask them for... Uh, an autograph and initially I said yes but then I was like what what good would that do me what what benefit would yeah. I have in my life other than like it, it's not what even gonna a... do with that piece of paper right or like that yeah. picture like it, it's it, I guess it's an ego boost or something but like at the same time like I'd rather I have an interesting interaction or none at all I don't know if that's just me is well, that I, I, I'd rather have a conversation with them Right. And, and, yeah. and speak to them about, you know, about whatever or, or bring up a specific episode they've been in or something like that and, and see if they'd want to talk about it. I would definitely rather to do that than have them sign a piece of paper that I'm probably going to lose <laughs> within a week or two. Yeah, that's what I was doing with Harry Styles. But here we are. <laughs> well, here we are. I'm not famous. <laughs> Can you just sign this up, uh, ma'am? That's a marriage certificate. <laughs> <laughs> it's fake. Don't worry about it. <laughs> have you, uh, have you, have you guys watched the movie Selena? Uh, with no. With Jennifer Lopez? 
No. So it's a, it's a true story. Um, it's this girl. Her name is Selena. Um, I think she's from Mexico, and she ends up becoming a famous singer with her uh, with her family, and they go on the road. What? Not Selena Gomez. No, not Selena Gomez. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, it, this movie's on Netflix. It's, it's actually it, it's pretty interesting. Anyways, the they end up hiring somebody to kind of run her fan club, mm-hmm. and the girl that she hires. And spoiler alert, <laughs> the girl that she hires ends up killing her because oh she was God. a stalker and basically was stalking her whole entire life, like every step of the way, like knowing exactly where she was going, what she was doing, like everything and ends up murdering her. Um, it, it's a it's a it's a it's a really, really interesting movie. And it just it really shows you how somebody can kind of, you know, a, as a famous person, how somebody who you're trying to who you want to trust, you know, slowly coming into your life and then. Like helping you try and build your career, build your career, then one day just stop. Yeah. Man. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't want to share you with the rest of the world. It, it, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Before we leave that, I just, I want to hope that I don't come off as condescending towards somebody that would want an autograph or a picture with somebody because that is very natural. I think that is like the most oh, normal, sure. like, kind of response is like if I were to see, uh, who's a famous person? Um, I was going to say Harry Styles, but I'm like famous. <laughs> I got, if I saw Harry Styles in public, I would ask for an autograph. I'd ask for a photo. Uh, I'd ask for a certificate, whatever. Like, uh, I, I guess Johnny Depp, I'll go back to him. If I saw him on the streets, it's like, oh, that's fucking Johnny Depp. But like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, it would be so <laughs> instinctual to just go up and like, try to get like a photo or a piece of his time. But like how many times in a day does he have to do that? It's insane. I was going to say, it is a natural reaction. You're right. Tim, for anybody to want a picture it, for, for, for me. And I think you're a lot like me in a way where I don't really go back through my pictures. Like if I take mm-hmm. a picture with a famous person, it's obviously going to be on my phone because nobody carries cameras. It'll be on my phone and I will never, ever, ever <laughs> look at it again. Like yeah. I will probably forget about it by the next week. You know what I mean? And a hundred percent, it is a natural reaction, and and a lot of people will take these pictures and upload them onto their social media and stuff like that to share with people. I'm not, I'm not one of those. You know what's really, really sad though? I okay, Tom Steve Dave is a huge part of my life. I surrounded essentially in a shrine to them. I have, you know, a poster that I spent three hundred dollars getting framed. I have records. I have autographed comic books on the wall i have you know a tattoo (laughs) on my shoulder that's you know pretty big his face uh the ants because we're all (laughs) ants um if i were to meet walter flanagan i would want a picture with him i wouldn't care about his autograph because i already have it three different places um (laughs) but more than anything i would want to tell him a story that'd be like oh you're cool. And like, I've fucking worked it out. I've sat here and like thought like, what's, what's the thing that would make him go? Oh, that guy is awesome. Did you ever figure it out? I've like written down some deep cut stuff from like old episodes that I could bring up, but I haven't found the thing that's like really going to impress him yet. Yeah. It'd be hard. eh? Like you you go to try to talk to them and in their head, they're probably like, here's another fucking douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> trying to tell me how to run my show or trying to tell me how to do Exactly. This. And it gets worse because for years he's been talking because he runs the comic book store for Kevin Smith. And like as the show has gotten more and more famous, people have come in and because of Q, people come in from uh, Impractical Jokers or comic book men and stuff. But like he, he goes on there and he blasts all the fan that come in to annoy him while he's just trying to work. Nice. And even still, I would still go up to him and just be like, please be my best friend. I just want you to love me. You're the father like figure I've along. never had. I feel like we do well. I, I, I love you. <laughs> Tell me to move to New Jersey and work at the store. I will. I, I will. You pay me minimum wage. I don't care. I'll just get my dog across the border. I don't. Awesome. I, I'll be there. Um, Fuck. I also feel like it's like awkward going up to celebrities though. Like I know it's like some bringing it back to like some of those insane stalkers who are like, "I'm gonna jump your fence." Like if I were to see a celebrity in public, 
I would just be so terrified of going up to them just to ask for a photo or an autograph just because I, I don't want to be that person, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if they're trying to eat their meal or they're with their friends, I don't want to be like, hi, I'm so sorry, but can I have a photo? Because I feel like they're just super annoyed by it. I guess what a lot what, of people it, do now is, like, they'll try to pretend like they're taking a selfie, but, like, angle it uh, so that the person, yeah. like, in the background with their spaghetti, <laughs> yeah. and you're like... Yeah. <laughs> um, it it, it kind of goes back to that Eminem song stan right when it's just like he's he's like i got people coming up to me in the bathroom saying can you please take a picture he's just like go fuck yourself i'm taking the piss yeah i remember that uh that uh, music video so vividly where he's like on the train like uh sorry for not writing you back sooner and the guy's like shaving his head and dyeing his hair and shit like that was fucking creepy is that a true story i don't know I, I feel like it is. I'm pretty sure it's based off something. I remember reading somewhere in an interview where he talked about how he had fans who would do stuff like that and would get super angry. I don't think it was that exact thing where the guy drove off the bridge with his pregnant wife in the trunk. Jesus. Are you Googling it? I am Googling it. Um, he has had crazy uh, people... There is truth behind the song Stan, which is a song by the American rapper Eminem, in which he features British singer Dido. But, anyways, the song shows the truth because the song is basically telling the story of a person named Stanley, or should I say Stan Mitchell, who claimed to be claimed of being Eminem's biggest fans, writing plethora of letters to him, each indicating how much he was obsessed with them. That's absolutely crazy. Like it's seen in like Eminem's, it's seen in Justin Bieber's. Like Lady Gaga's dog walker got shot, and like they stole. What happened with that? What happened with that? Okay, I, I, you know, probably know more about it, Tim. Go for it. Uh, she has a dog walker. Like in this story, it gets really fucking terrible. Uh, I guess French bulldogs are very, very expensive dogs because they can't give natural birth. They have to have a C-section. So you have to go through the very specific breeders and it's this whole process. She had three dogs and the dog walker was walking early morning, her, her puppies and you see a car pull up, two guys get out and this fucking guy, uh, like he was screaming at the top of his lungs. You, you could tell he's never been in a fight in his entire life and he tried to fight him off and he's screaming for help uh, at the top of his lungs. He doesn't know what to do, but he is trying to defend these poor dogs. And uh, you hear gunshot go off. He goes down. He's still trying to protect the dogs. What? They take two of them, get in the car and drive away. Now, I'm not sure if it was because it was Lady Gaga's dogs or just because of how expensive they, those dogs are known to be. But, uh, oh, okay, this is where maybe Lady Gaga didn't play her cards correctly, or maybe she's had a conversation with him and it's okay. But he he was shot two or three times. He's in the hospital. He's going to make a recovery. But uh, Lady Gaga offered like $500,000. No questions asked for her dogs back. What? She, she said no questions asked? No what? questions asked. It's like, listen, I know you're dying in the hospital, and that's totally fine. But listen, I, you know, as long as your murderer brings back my dogs, we're cool. We're cool. Isn't that insane? Like, no questions about Someone brought back the dogs, but they don't know. Like, it was an unnamed lady, I guess. She dropped them off at a police station. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, I just read that. So, it was on CNN. Did oh they question God. it? And this is also on CNN, sorry? <laughs> this is... Oh, no, sorry, CNN. It was just the Bieber one. I don't know where I read the oh, lady okay. go. I read it. So do you know if they questioned the lady? Like, it didn't say. It said like just like an anonymous person dropped them off. I don't know what I would wow. do if someone took Obi. I would definitely ask some questions if someone was shot, like in the process right? of it. As much as I love him, he's he's not a human being. I might like him more than more most human beings, but I still value <laughs> yeah. him in life above my pop. But that that's fucking crazy. Just five hundred thousand no questions has just returned the dog and it's all good. Like, wow. What what do you like think he, that person was feeling in the hospital? Like that's what oh, I mean. hello, <laughs> Mrs. Gaga. You um, fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> paid for his medical bills at least? Like You would hope, I hope so. so. <laughs> yeah. 
he's getting paid minimum wage and she's handing out half a million dollars to his assailants. So do you have insurance? No, bitch, I'm a dog walker. (laughs) This is not a fucking description. (laughs) Uh, God damn. Yeah. Okay, so another... Well, this one is a little more lighthearted. It's still pretty bad. Kira Knightley. uh, I was about to say chick. The woman and actress from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, There was a guy named Mark Revel, and he kept calling himself the public executioner and was threatening the lives of her husband and kid. And, uh, he like showed up on her door trying to reenact a scene from, uh, Oh, the rom-com with the cue cards. And he's like throwing them onto the ground, professing his love. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, like me in her like male slot. Oh, yes. Okay, so he was writing cat-centric music, and he had, like, given her a USB uh, with a song he made specifically for her called The Fuzzy Kitty Waltz. And then... (laughs) I'd like to hear that. (laughs) I searched so hard for it. If we could find it, it, we'll drop it into this here. I would love to listen to (laughs) So he goes up to the mail slot. So he's already given her the USB and then he opens it up and he starts meowing a song at her and just won't stop. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, fuck. The man that calls himself the public executioner meowing at your fucking mailbox. I was so the article. I was like, wait, are these two different people? I have to read it like twice. I'm like, <laughs> You know, John Le- John Lennon was also murdered by his fucking by a fan. Jesus Christ! I didn't know all this. Oh my God! John Lennon was murdered by a fan. Yeah. Holy. Was that the one because he read Catcher in the Rye and he was convinced that in somewhere in that book he could, he had to kill uh kill him? I think. What? Uh, it's psycho. only like one quick paragraph here. It's basically waited outside for him and just shot him four times. Yeah. Holy. That's terrifying. Uh, one of the presidents got shot because, uh, oh, I'm not even going to get into that story. I'll cut that out. I just, I forget, forget Jodie Foster. She was in a movie as like a child actress, I think a taxi driver and a guy just like fell in love with her. So he went up and shot Reagan. Like, I I, I don't know how all those puzzle pieces fit together. I was just scrolling to him and that literally just came up as you said her name. That's weird. Um, uh, a, a famous one and like one of the most it, it's not famous today but at the time it was was margaret mary ray she was stalking david letterman and it got so famous mm. because she loved the attention and uh david letterman would tell jokes about it on air so like she would break into his house and like leave an empty bottle of jack daniels and some cookies for him and like <laughs> she uh she kept breaking into his house over the years like oh. over and over again at uh, one point, she stole one of his Porsches and went on a, like a joyride, resulting in a car chase by the police. And she's like, "It's fine. I'm his. <laughs> she, that's my husband. I don't know why he called you." Christ. Well, yeah, and like she had her kids taken away, but before they did, she was like having to go. Like she was on the train system in New York, and she was g- jumping on a train, and she didn't have her three dollars for the tolls. And she's like, "It's fine. I'm David Letterman's wife." <laughs> wow should they just call david he'll clear this whole thing up yeah it, it oh, ended bitch. in tragedy though because she was she was obviously mentally ill she spent a lot of time in uh, psychiatric uh treatment but uh she went off of her medication wow. and she walked in front of a train and just knelt down and let it happen that's fucked oh, up yeah well Do you know that some people are apparently professional stalkers Really? So there's this girl named Stalker Sarah, and I first heard about her in 2012, but she's gained more traction since then. You can Google her, her literally her whole profile will pop up. Um, she has over like hundreds and thousands of photos with different celebrities, and she always seems to find them like wherever they are. And mm-hmm. she just and she posted one I think recently with Demi Lovato, and there was this whole follow up because Demi Lovato like tweeted her and was like, "Stop stalking me." And she was just like, "I'm just your fan, blah blah blah." Yeah. But like, she has an Instagram that's dedicated to stalking celebrities. And it's called Stalker Sarah. 
do you think there's a point where that stops being stalking and that is a PR move by Demi Lovato's people and stalker Sarah like all right, we'll sign these contracts, you go out, and then we'll have this followed on Twitter, we'll garner a bunch of attention, and then go on? Like, is that crazy? Do you know what? I, I think like I think that could be it, because I, it's, I think it started way before the Demi Lovato thing, and then after the Demi Lovato thing, it kind of blew up. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I looked her up on Instagram, and she says public figure, and then it says organic celebrity, like, stalker, established 2008, like... Yeah, but how 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 does that even happen without or how can this go on without nothing happening? Okay, so it's complicated, but paparazzi at the same time they get away with mm-hmm. what they do because you're in a public space. So as long as you do not pose a physical threat, as long as you're uh, keeping your distance or whatever, not physically interacting with that person, there's there's very specific instances in which the police would then be allowed to. Uh, intercede mm-hmm. that's fucking crazy i was listening to just just i don't i don't mean to bring it back to princess diana but i was, I was listening to this 90s podcast uh it's just sorry a podcast about the 90s and one of them was about princess diana and um they said a lot of the a, a lot of the paparazzi laws and stuff like that changed because of what happened to her yeah because of, of everybody just trying to always basically like you said just in intrude on her personal space and just take pictures of her constantly 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 right and that's how a lot of the laws got changed because of all that but it in my eyes if somebody has stalker in their fucking name and they're just out there saying i'm a stalker like it, it just it's just crazy to me how nothing can happen I, I i understand that she hasn't really broken any laws i guess but i feel like she's saying hey like I'm gonna stalk your whole entire life and possibly do something to hurt you. <laughs> like that's you know, that's how I feel. Her name kind of stands out as Stalker Sarah or whatever Sally, <laughs> whatever her name is. But it's just it's crazy. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I, it's, the paparazzi laws are weird, and so like as a public figure, I think you're allowing that kind of attention to go into your life, um, and it's kind of expected. There seems to be, like, an acceptance, like, once you're famous enough that, like, it's just going to happen. Like, you chose to be famous, so now you just have to accept it. Like, what level of fame do you have to be at before it's, like, acceptable by society standards? I also, I don't think, like, it should be accepted. Like, I know a lot, like, I I just said that, but I don't think it should be accepted. Like, a lot of people, a lot of celebrities in public, like, fans will try to grab at them and, like, grab their shirt, grab their Like, you're still still a human being at the end of the day. Like, respect a person. Well, and when you're going through the grocery store and you see the magazines at the checkout about, like, there's multiple magazines in an age where print is still dying, selling photos mm-hmm. of celebrities and their babies yeah. and like why the fuck would i care what deborah wall looks like in a bathing suit sure she looks nice <laughs> but like really like i'm, I'm gonna spend six dollars to really get in yeah. there and have a fucking judgment on her like i don't understand that mentality of like outside of their work why would i care what they're doing when you yeah. can also just at the end of the day too like if you really yeah. want to see you know, Meghan Markle's child you could google it right you, you know what's also crazy is the amount of like um, paparazzis taking pictures of celebrities but a lot of the celebrities will like push them out of the way or like you know mm-hmm. tell them to fuck off and then the paparazzis are like oh I got you like you can't fucking touch me I'm yep. gonna sue like isn't that a bunch of bullshit I find that such shit <laughs> like uh, what's Kanye's wife uh, she's uh Kim, uh, Kim Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. The pair of them did something that I thought was absolutely brilliant. Uh, when they had Northwest, I think, they released a different photo to each one of their friends, like in their inner circle, uh, to show them like what their baby looked like. And then like they waited to see in the next week because people would pay hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. for the first photo of this baby. And then like they just waited for it to pop up and they're like, Oh, really? All right, you're out of the circle now. Like done. Did they do that? No way. 
That's awesome. How fucking sad is that? That that would be a thing that you would like. I, That's terrible for them to have to do that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you this much though. Either one of you have a baby and I can make a hundred thousand dollars off of selling a photo. I'm sorry. Friendship over. <laughs> I need that money. Yeah, as long as you split like twenty five to thirty percent of it, I'm happy to. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. That's fucking genius though. Is he, which one of her friends would sell them out the first? <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's, uh, that's what TMZ awesome. does too though, right? Like TMZ is very much uh like their show is very much surrounded around kind of annoying celebrities and making them kind of do these big outbursts so that they could post it on their website and like post it on the show. Yeah. So what's the difference between a TMZ and a stalker? Just one's a professional. Like, is there any difference? I think TMZ is more public. It's more of a public stalker. Where I think a lot of, you know, like a regular stalker wouldn't necessarily videotape everything and post it online right away. Well, the, you know what Smy I mean? brought up the great example of the stalker, Sarah. Is there a difference between her and them? She just puts stalker in her name. You know, that's it's just a different publication head at a certain point. I think it's all relatively the same thing. Honestly, I just think there's like different lines that you can cross. Like, you know, TMZ could be versions of stalkers or just stalker paparazzis where they're getting paid to do this. Whereas there's people going to Justin Bieber's house and threatening his life. Like they're still considered stalkers just to more towards the extreme end. Yeah. So as long as you drop the violent angle, yeah, you're, you're no different than the paparazzi, I guess. Pretty much. No, I would say that, yeah. That makes absolute sense. It's fucking crazy. Some people just stalk you and then just tell you, I'm going to kill you. I love you. Like, if you, <laughs> I'm gonna kill if you. you. Look up the definition of stalker. Google says it's a person who harasses or persecutes someone with unwanted and obsessive attention. The paparazzi is technically a stalker then. Yeah. The, I would say, I would say that too. Cause I mean, it's, I don't know if the celebrities want the attention or whatever, but they are harassing them by constantly being like, what are you doing? And, and you can tell a lot of celebrities are like, go away, go away. Well, and then that brings up a great question. And if they are the same thing and it is stalking and it is wrong to do, because we all hear the word stalking. We know that's wrong. You're an invasion of a person's privacy. It's unacceptable. But if TMZ and stuff like that is than a stalker why is that accepted why is that just okay is it like an outlet that like oh yeah of course we're all curious and we would be stalkers but you know we just don't have the time or obsessive so we can just vicarious live vicariously live through them like is it is stalking then just a really natural part of the human psyche is like a window into the fame I think it is a part of the human psyche where people just kind of want to know what's happening with celebrities because it's a whole different kind of lifestyle. Um, but I also I also worry for like, you know, I don't want to put it out there, but like if someone was a true like stalker to the point where they're harassing and, you know, threatening someone's life, if they were to get a job with TMZ or something, you know, they have access to see where all yeah. these celebrities Yeah. We should That's write that cool. movie, Samaya. I think it'll sell. We'll go to Netflix. Girl stalking a guy. Gets a job with TMZ. Starts following him in the car. Yeah, I could see it. It's a great horror movie. Make sure you edit this shit out so people don't listen to these ideas and fucking write a movie, eh? Copyright Copyright. shit. Copyright. Yes, trademark. (laughs) Do we have to cut Zach in or because he missed the episode he doesn't get part of the credit? He doesn't make any money. He missed the episode. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> Sums Attic and Tim The production <laughs> yeah, but I'll reach out to Instagram Or to Netflix on my Instagram It'll be great <laughs> <laughs> I could see that movie That would be good um, That would be a good movie be A really good movie I guess the last one that I, I really wanted to talk about uh, Oh I have to touch on quickly uh, Anne Murray was stalked for years and years By a guy uh, he would write her poems. He was from Saskatchewan. I guess he was a really well put together guy. 
uh, Robert Keeling, he was arrested over 30 times for trying to stalk her. And like he was a psychotic, so he just didn't believe that she had a husband and kids. So she kept inviting her out to his his farm. He's like, it's fine. We're in the but he was what, what? What? When does enough? Like when? When does enough? Like when is it enough? After this guy was was arrested thirty times. Like after twenty five times, the police are like, well, you know, he's just gonna be back out tomorrow stalking her. Like what the fuck? <laughs> If you do this six or seven more times, we're going to get very serious with you. That's exactly it. Like, it's been 20 times. Oh, buddy, nine or ten more times and you're going to jail for a while. (laughs) Fucking crazy. I think it's a very gray line. Like, I don't think there is, uh, I don't know, the laws on stalking, but I I, I feel like they're very blurred. 100%. Especially today, it's so easy. The amount of information we could pick up on any of one of these celebrities and with the hackers getting in and releasing their naked photos and emails, like the amount of insight you could have on any one person if you were dedicated enough to just keep filing and filtering it down would be absolutely insane. Where One Direction was going to stay for their two nights in Ottawa over just like looking at a Twitter account, like imagine what people who are actually like diehards would do. Yeah. You, you you can literally have all their information by tonight. Like, it's crazy. Power of the internet, man. Power of the fucking internet. So I ended up seeing... So speaking of stalking, too, because I know there's another version of stalking, which is just, like, diehard fans. Uh, I'm just going to say One Direction again, just because that's my experience. But when I had Tumblr back in, like, 2012, I remember there was pictures leaked on Tumblr of One Direction on an airport through airport security cameras, but the airport and nobody in the airport leaked it. Like some fan hacked into the airport system, into the cameras and got the photos of them just like waiting for their air airplane flight. Jesus Christ. Wow. That is so funny. Somebody got fired that day. Somebody got fired. I'm telling you. (laughs) IT security. Right. Okay. And then, like, I, I looked it up, and it was, like, uh, on Wikipedia, celebrity, uh, d- what did they call it? Uh, celebrity worship. So there's a bunch of different levels of it. There's uh, one of the classifications is the simple obsession. So, like, you just following you on social media and stuff like that, just getting that information, which, like, 69 to 79% of that is males for some reason. But, like, where... Well, like part of the thing is like they have an inability to have successful personal relationships, social awkwardness, mm-hmm. feeling of power, powerlessness, sense of insecurity, very low self-esteem. All of that would make for a, a loner type. But like you're telling me that these people don't have people in their lives that are like, hey, <laughs> like I, I'm going to give you a hug. We're going to get you mental help. Like this is like, is it like it? mental help is you know what? I believe it I think there are people like that because like you know in school is always like that one weird kid who like nobody really talked to or like you know you try to talk to them but they were like socially awkward kind of thing so I and feel his name like was Tim I... call me out whatever <laughs> doesn't count you were on a football team or something <laughs> And rugby and curling. And we tried to do a volleyball team, but we were too fat, so they canceled it. They canceled the team. <laughs> he tried to run but us like, until we stopped, and we wouldn't. <laughs> the average weight was over 220 pounds. <laughs> Under six feet. It would have been an embarrassment, so he's like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I don't blame him. But you were saying... <laughs> I think just like, you know, if you look at people like that, you know, everyone knows somebody like that. I don't think it's a far stretch to think that an adult also, there is someone in their, like, who doesn't have anyone in their life to be like, hey, are you okay? Because they're probably just like, oh, this person's weird. Like, we're just going to leave them alone. Yeah. It's sad. It's Always sad. talk to the weird kid. Yeah. Give him a well, hug. now I will because, I mean, you might be stalking somebody we don't even know about. It. Nobody's like, stalking like listen weird kid you know you had two good ideas today (laughs) (laughs) one of them wasn't following this other person around well i think that's gonna do it uh for us this episode uh uh before we leave uh smide you want to give your information again what can people expect to see from 
uh, caffeinated and hungry, where can they find you? What are the exciting things on the horizon? Yeah, so you can find me at caffeinated.and.hungry um, on Instagram. And we just did a giveaway for uh, Chinese food. It went really, really well. So someone got free, two people got free Chinese food. Um, we're, we never introduced ourselves on the page, but we're introducing ourselves next week on the page. So be on the lookout. Oh, shit. So we're gonna introduce, we got gifted some cookies from Jab's Cookies. So I'll throw a shout out to them there. Um, so we're going to be doing that with them. And then we also have a possible giveaway with, so the fried, the fried chicken place that I talked about earlier, fried chicken club of Canada. Um, so two people can win a $25 gift card each. So go check it out. Do you have to be a local to Ottawa to apply for these or is it like open to anybody? You don't necessarily have to be a local of Ottawa. You just have to be able to go into Ottawa to claim the prize. That makes sense. Um, Attic, what about you? What's exciting and happening on a guy and his grill? And I didn't put uh, the dots in there because I always forget where they're going. <laughs> I'll make sure to check me out. I got a barbecue slash grilling page on Instagram. Handles at guy and dot his grill. Um, honestly, the main focus of it is just to bring some simple, easy uh, dinner ideas. Honestly, like I, I mean, I just throw some stuff on some chicken or some beef and I throw it on the smoker. Um, the way that the smoker makes the chicken, it just gives it so much juice, so much flavor. It's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm hopefully going to be doing another brisket coming in about a, hopefully in about a month. Um, so I've done two so far, and I feel like I'm getting better and better at it. Everything's kind of self-taught. So uh, check me out. Uh, you know, I, I help out a lot of local guys with some of their rubs and some of their sauces and stuff like that. So you can check them out online as well. So just go to the page and uh, see what's new and exciting in the grilling paint on the on the grilling Instagram. But you could also check out our Bearded and Board podcast. Ooh, uh, is where it can at we find Bearded? that? It's, it's, it's at Bearded and Board on Instagram. And um, we're, we're slowly getting a lot more followers. So thank you, everybody, for all your support. Um, Hell yeah. we release the episodes every Friday. So, I mean, uh, Samaya is our, is our Instagram queen and she's able to throw it right on there. So I think you just put it in, it's a link that people can just go check it out right away. Right. Yes, yeah. Queen. So we have a Spotify yeah. link. So if you open up Spotify for you and you'll be able to check out the newest podcast when they're uploaded and wait for, uh, for the podcast that I have coming up too late to the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim and I are going to be putting the final touches on it next week and then uh, hopefully release it out to the world. Yeah. Well, thank you guys again for joining me. Um, what about Bree? Does she have anything coming up? Bree is Attic's wife. She joined us on a previous podcast to talk about country music and her her journey throughout that. And she had a uh, album coming up for release pretty soon, wasn't it? Yeah, so she, she she's also yeah she's still kind of working on it. Um, you know, it, it sucks again with coronavirus. Nothing really has been transpiring. Like nothing's really been coming up for shows mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. So we, we've been doing a lot of stuff at home, doing recordings at home, uh, doing some live shows. Make sure to check her out on Instagram at Brie Lawrenson and on YouTube at Brie Lawrenson as well. Um, she tries to go live on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, and there's a new a uh, new social media website called Clapper as well. Um, yeah, she's killing it on there. Yeah, she's got 40,000 followers on Clapper now. So it's, it's, a, it's an app that's really just been taken off lately. Um, but all those social medias, you can find her at Brie Lawrenson. Um, if, if you dig through enough, too, you might see my face in there in a couple of music videos. I did a bit of an acting stick for a couple of weeks. So uh, you can definitely check that out, too. That's amazing. <laughs> I, are they still up there where you were uh, singing with her for a couple songs? Oh, I, I, you, you'd find them somewhere. I think they're I think they're on her Facebook or something. Wonderful. Um, I guess before we leave, the the last thing that I would uh, have to ask you guys, because I know Samaya, you have a roommate, and Attic, you have a wife you live with. Um, I, I have a roommate, and the other day I had walked into the room uh, with a fresh haircut, and I like I had gone out and gotten it done, uh, but uh, the first thing out of his mouth was, uh, oh. Did you cut your hair? Should I be insulted by that? Or is that like... Well, why are you surprised? <laughs> no, like, he, he's like, did you do that yourself? I think was the, the phrasing. Oh. It, it, it was that like a compliment that I cut my hair so good? Or is that like, oh, you paid for that? 
I take it as an insult. Yeah, I feel like my comeback to that would have been like, why does it look stuck? Like, I just fried right out of the room. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was, it was meant as a compliment. and just like, oh wow, you cut your hair. But uh, yeah, I, I figured I'd throw Zach into the boss when I had a chance. He's not here to defend himself, so. Exactly. Right. Bye. Thanks, Timmer. Oh, actually, Tim, Tim, what, what, while I have you, see you soon. Bye, guys. Bring While I have you on. been what's new and exciting attic you were just talking about like you've you're down some weight you're i heard you're rollerblading uh now oh, oh. Tim, i got a rollerblading story for you oh so last saturday i come off night i sleep for a couple hours i wake up can't sleep anymore mm-hmm. and it was beautiful out it was a gorgeous day on saturday so i figured oh, i'll lace up the old blades you know clean them up and then uh so i put them on and i start rollerblading and i realized tim that yeah. I have no more muscle in my legs. Oh. So after, about two, after about two or three, you know, slides or whatever the hell you want to call it, glides, my legs were on fire. Oh, so yeah. So I run my, I went around my block once and I was like, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I, I can't believe the pain that I was feeling in my legs. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I felt like I haven't done a squat in years. Oh yeah, like the calf muscles. I've uh, I re- also recently started rollerblading as well last week, and uh, my lower back hurts so much, and I look so awkward because like I- I'm just trying to like gain my balance, but I have no core strength, so I'm just like shimmying. It's it's very awkward. I had another. So uh, just to get your balance, and like if you don't have any muscle, like it's it's super yeah. easy once you know what you're doing. I'm I'm starting to get back, but like I, I'm nowhere near where I was when I was living in Peterborough and like rollerblading for forty minutes. Uh, either way to work, uh. it's hard to get back into the swing of things, eh? Oh yeah, well, and there's no cool way to look on rollerblades if you don't know what you're doing because you're just like a shaky mess. But uh, I was lacing them up for the first time to to try them, uh, and I was out on the front porch, and I. I gotten pretty high because I was like, well, if I'm going to fall, I- I'd rather be high and fall <laughs> than sober. Naturally. So I'm like, Smart. I look like a child trying to figure out like how these clicky buttons and stuff and doing the Velcro. <laughs> and, like, it's taken me forever. <laughs> and the cop neighbor comes out and like I, I, I get real nervous because I'm high and like I'm used to weed being illegal. So like, I look like a child in preschool trying to put on my boots, but I can't like make eye contact with her. And she's obviously trying to wave at me as she's going to her car. <laughs> and like basically cross-legged on, on the board. It's like, ooh, clicky, clicky, right. clicky. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, the stories of- continue. <laughs> yeah. what, what else has been new with you, Timmer? Other other than that, nothing nothing a lot. Uh, I'm trying to quit smoking as well right now. I've become Good. yeah. Thank you. I've become such a touchy, raw nerve. I have been so rude and short tempered with people, and like luckily they're giving me a bit of a break. But like I just so I don't. Are know you if... are you done completely? Yeah, it's been two weeks. I uh, have a oh. vape occasionally, or maybe some Nicorette gum when I'm Jones and bad, but for the most part, it's uh, been pretty good. I feel like I can't imagine you being rude. Yeah, I know. It's very hard to see. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you guys have always been um, considerate, 
But in your natural life, as you're going through it, when you come across somebody like I, I can become very confrontational if I feel slighted. Like uh, I got a parking ticket the other day um, for parking on the street and I wound up like on LinkedIn looking up the uh, resume of the officer. That- <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking, okay, like, how do I, I just like, oh yeah, you worked at Convergence and now you're a parking officer and you think you're so fucking tough coming out here because I had to park on the street one fucking day. Well, fuck you, a something something. Did you message him? <laughs> I was so <laughs> close. I was so close. I, I wanted, like, I was talking to Zach. I think he's a little afraid of, like, not afraid of me. He's just worried, concerned about my levels of, like, attack. Because I'm like, how do I, how do I ruin this person? <laughs> I mean, I mean, over a parking ticket seems a little extreme, but I love, I love the energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Eh? If I can direct that into a healthy avenue, I think I'll be pretty good. But... <laughs> Yeah, I just been so short tempered. I I've been picking fights with people like on purpose and trying to antagonize them and stuff, and I know it's not not good. It'll I, get better in a few weeks, though. Yeah, thank you. I hope so. I you know like the other thing is like I've had uh, there's three or four things that are going on in my life that uh, I really don't have control over, and mm-hmm. I've been hyper focused on, and then I've been delivering monologues on how fucking much it sucks, which really isn't fair to people. Cause after the third time they've heard the same speech, I'm sure they don't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. been working on that. How about you, Samaya? What's new and exciting? Uh, nothing much. Um, I mean, I'm glad you guys are losing weight or doing into the whole fitness thing. I feel like I'm gaining weight cause my food page is taking off and I just get really excited. And then I just start ordering more food. And so, Oh my god, the last week has been absolutely insane following your page. That's amazing. It's been pretty cool so far. We got invited to this fried chicken media event, um, Fried Chicken Club Canada. They just opened in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. And we got invited to go open, like, to go test out their food before everyone, like, came or they're open to the public and so that was really cool and they gave us a bunch of stuff to try out and they gave us little goodie bags to go i gave ended up giving addict some so he could try it that's yeah that's amazing do you feel obligated to be positive about an experience like that or would you speak honestly like how's that work i think i well i think it's a little bit of both so if someone's if the food is absolute shit I'm not going to lie about it and say, oh, it was amazing. But I'll talk about the positives. I'll say, you know, they had really great service and, you know, this and this. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I were to do a situation like that where I actually just didn't like the experience, you know, and they were rude and all this stuff, then I would most likely just message them and just say, hey, like, I don't feel comfortable putting this on my page. Like, just because of X, Y, Z and maybe see if they could, like, remedy remedy the situation. Oh, the the Chinese food that you got the other day inspired me to do skip the dishes here. It didn't compare, but I was like staring at your photos the whole time I was eating my like <laughs> subpar chicken balls. Uh, what was the place that you went to for that? The Chinese place is Moho's Chinese or Mojo's, M-O-G-O Chinese. It's so good. Like I can't even explain. You know how you usually when you eat Chinese food, you feel kind of heavy and gross after? Yeah. This is not the case with this place. Like, I felt fine. I mean, I felt kind of heavy just because I overate an insane amount of Chinese food. But, like, on a usual thing, like, it's not greasy. There's not, It's not, like, full of preservatives. He makes it fresh. Like, really, really good. That sounds amazing. I almost drove 50 minutes yesterday to go get that Chinese food. My God, you should have. You should have. No. It's worth it. But, like, once we're all vaccinated, uh, if we do a cottage trip... I think we should pick up Chinese for the first day on the way. Yes, done, done, done. Um, the one compliment that I wanted to give both of you that I've noticed from the way that you guys conduct yourself on your social medias for your perspective things is like, although they're they're different and you guys have your own way of doing things and you're very competent at it, like it's very impressive to see, is the level of positivity. Because when I associate someone being a critic or a reviewer, especially with movies and TV, all they want to do is pick it apart and shit on everything and like, this is meh, 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 or it's not as good as meh, meh, meh. But like, you guys seem to constantly put out this positive vibe where it's not fake or overinflated to try to garner more stuff coming towards you. It's just celebrating the things that are happening. That's really cool. 
Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people kind of um, go like, I think what you said, inflate. I think a lot of people like inflate, you know, what they've tried. And they're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever had in the whole entire world. Nothing compares to this. I'm just like, man, it was good. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. relax. <laughs> no need to fucking say it's the greatest thing in the world. Like, you know what I mean? I find a lot of people do that. So it's uh, it, it, it's hard. And you know what Samaya's good at is, is kind of putting it all together and really being kind of wordy and, and, and really good with her words. Mm-hmm. Where for me, I'm like straight to the point. I'm like, made a steak. It was awesome. Use this. It was great. Loved it. <laughs> yeah. I need to use it again. You know what I mean? But Samaya is all like, two plus two equals, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Complicated math. I can see that. <laughs> Samaya is very good at like, like her, like explaining what the flavor is and how it all comes together and stuff like that. She's got like a really good palate. She's like a, she's like a real foodie now getting invited to all these things. Well, all those kids are hipsters now. So like, you know, next thing she'll be reviewing beers and (laughs) cottage Springs, please, please sponsor me. He's looking to get a beer company to sponsor. (laughs) Please sponsor me. Hopefully they can sponsor, uh, uh, what the uh, cottage weekends. I wonder if I could get broadhead. I know the owners. I think they follow me. And you know, you, you know, it'd be cool, Tim, if we were to do it. We do a, um, uh, we'll record a podcast up there, um, and then just video record it, and then able to release it on Instagram. Just do little snippets and stuff like that. We'll all have broadhead, yeah, you know, and like tag them in it. That'd be cool. Yeah. If we did a full weekend, we could probably do two or three throughout the the course of it, which would be hilarious. For sure. For sure. That'd be awesome. I think it's financially responsible for us to get a cottage weekend. And I'm just saying, um, 